I think it's time we we go back. We go all the way back. What? It's time we take it back <coughs> and really rebuild what we've uh, what we've made here. <laughs> really, wow. Rebuild. Let's Lincoln rebuild, fam. Something, something maybe that we started on, and I think we can improve on it. You know what I'm saying? I think I think now that we've got perspective, you know, we can go back and take our beloved franchise and rebuild it. Rebuild it to. Are you talking something. about our relationship? No, no, I'm talking about the podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Our relationship, mm, mm, solid. Wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> No need to rebuild. Welcome back to Why Do People Like Relationship Podcast. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Welcome back to Why Do People Like Anime. I'm Julie. We were gone last week. I'm John. Oh, yeah. We, we were, were on gone. vacation. I was like, Apologies. why does it feel like we haven't done this in a long time? We haven't done this in a long time. Uh, we were in Wisconsin. Yeah. I was right, by the way. About what? Uh, last last podcast, you were like, we're going to re- record another episode tomorrow. And I was like, no, we're not. Well, you were, you were running around with like a chicken with their head cut off. Yeah, no, it's true. Freaking out about everything. So I was I, like, you know what? I was a little stressed. Yep. I was a little stressed. Julie didn't know what swimsuit to pack. I was or, a little pressed or, uh, for time. Yeah. So I appreciate us taking the week off because it was good. We had some family time. All the family. All the family. John's parents. My, my parents, parents. Her parents. And uh, everyone else. Everyone else. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was a good relaxing time. But the whole time I was like, man, I sure wish I was at home by by myself or with Julie. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Watching Even Galleon. You're like, Julie, we can't abandon the podcast. Somebody's got to stay behind. I, I, feel, I feel really shitty every time we miss an episode. I know. Are you too, but uh, this was a very overdue vacation, so. It's the, la- it's the last uh, episode we're missing. Yeah, we've got some exciting things coming up. I don't think you even know. Oh. I don't even think you know. I don't know. What are you talking about? Well, special guests, uh, special episodes, special uh, merchandise. How many times will we talk about merchandise before having merchandise? One more time. <laughs> yeah, not, not- We're talking to t-shirt printers yeah, no, right now. Yeah, and there might be an episode with some other special people on. Yeah. I think that was really fun, talking to people that like watch anime. So if this is the first time listening to the podcast, we are two people that, during the pandemic, we embarked on watching as much anime as we humanly can. Uh, yeah. Because, frankly, we hadn't. We had, we hadn't. You know, I have the fucking hiccups now. <laughs> All right, my hiccups are gone. <laughs> Sorry, we had to take a, pre- a brief. We had to take a, a vocal warm up break. <laughs> John just started hiccuping like crazy. <laughs> this is already like the worst episode. What? I'm hiccuping. Oh, I was like, we haven't even start talked we about had, the anime. We had, a, we had a disagreement on scheduling. Oh, whatever. We had a we had a creative f- falling out. What? Yeah. No. So many things happen. When... I would say none of that happened except maybe the hiccups. All right. <laughs> uh, we watched three movies by Hideki Anno this weekend. Two. No, we watched three. We I watched... thought the third one was one and then three plus one was one. We watched Evangelion uh, 3.33. You Cannot Advance. Right. Is, is that is that the one? I, I think so. We then watched Shin Godzilla. Right. 
And then we watched uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice. Thrice Upon a Time. Thrice Upon a Time. Deadbolt by Thrice. (laughs) Yeah. Thrice the Band Upon a Time. So what'd you think? Uh, I think Anno is really... uh, I thought it was a a great weekend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, can I just say, so I, we watched the movies and I, I did a little bit of, of Googling and searching this whole franchise in Anno's eyes is to like reignite imagination in the anime industry. So (laughs) that's such a fucking, so including with Shin Godzilla, which like repopularized Godzilla in Japan. Yeah, I think it was the fir- it was like the first Godzilla in Japan in a while. I, that that statement is so fucking so. Let me like ex- self serving. Let though. me explain it to you though. It's it's not like he was like I- I've got you got. So this was the idea. He was like I'm gonna put all my marbles in this franchise that is guaranteed to make money, right? Yeah. Which it did, and he's like, we're gonna use this money to start this new studio, right? Uh, and they did this big like independent film festival oh. using the money from this. Oh, that's cool. To 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 basically like take risks on on you know artists that wouldn't normally get the funding to do those projects. Yeah. Including Yuri on Ice was one of those uh Really? Yeah, because this huh. has been in the works for like a long time. Yeah. I guess one, the first one came out like like 2007? When, when George Bush was president. <laughs> yeah, 2006 or seven, I think. Yeah. So just for like context. And then the fourth uh, movie of the Tetralogy. The, the Tetralogy. It's Tetralogy? I think so. I thought it was Tetra 4. What is it then? Uh, the quadrilogy. Quadrilogy? That's what I, I remember the, uh, the, I don't a- know. the alien DVD box set being marketed as the Quadrilogy. <laughs> Okay, my bad. That word stuck in my head. I just wanted to forever. say tetralogy, uh, but I think but, tetra is five. I think you're right. If I'm not mistaken. You're right. I I know you're right. Quad is four. Anyway, the I'm also the fourth, a moron. The so. fourth one came out very recently and got delayed because of the pandemic. Yeah, um, it got pushed back. I think the international release was like this month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is being recorded in August. Right. So. Basically, he used the money from this from this thing that he knew would go well, but he also made it because he was like, I finally have the resources and means and technology to do the story how I kind of wanted it to go. Mm. But also, I would say, with the knowledge of how beloved the franchise has now become and a new worldview based on you know, aging and <laughs> I, maybe a lack of cynicism. I would guess it's mostly probably the latter. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure, I'm sure part of it is like, well, I guess I got a lot of money now. I can make it look cooler. Yeah. That way. was a, <laughs> as we were watching the last one, I was like, this is like when you show your mom, like something cool on an iPhone that you like a filter on an iPhone. Yeah. Or it's like somebody in the animation department was like, check it out. We can do this like water simulation. And Anna was like, that we're gonna yeah, do he was, that he was super <laughs> impressed by uh like preset yeah animations he was like let's do that but purple yeah, yeah. um i 
I would uh, I would be very skeptical of, of the statement that like this is even Galleon as he wanted to do it from the beginning. I just saw that quote. Like that seems, I think it was like on Wikipedia. That quote. I don't I don't doubt he said it. Yeah, but I doubt he's telling the truth. Right. in saying that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I've also seen theories that this is like a a time loop sort of situation. Yeah, where like all it's kind of like. Um, marvel timelines or whatever yeah, <laughs> like, multiverse like these things could happen uh let's just can we just say like hey we're gonna talk about spoilers from this point on because yeah, this like is, uh... this we're gonna talk about spoilers for the original series the i don't know everything we're not gonna the end of eva we're the... not gonna censor our language yeah because i want to jump right into something that happened at the end of the last movie right but before <laughs> that uh i would just recommend that you go watch this yeah go watch this listen i know i was i was kind of lukewarm on the first two yeah all that changed with the third one mm. and the fourth one i thought was uh mind-blowing incredible john gave the the chef's kiss it was, Incredible. What's the reverse of a chef's kiss? Um, we had this had the, this conversation earlier this would, week. It would be like throwing up on the plate or something. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. That's true. Food poisoning. Food poisoning. Just and, just an aside. Yeah, but uh, please go watch this because it's really good. If you have any interest in Neon Genesis Evangelion, experience it for yourself. Also, you can, you can just watch these movies. You can just watch these movies. I think and you'll it's. Be- I think cool. it's more fun to watch the original series and then watch these movies. But that being said, these movies are made for people that have never seen it. I think there is a magic in the originals. Yeah. Including End of Evangelion and like a real... I, it's like it's like two different spirits. Like there's like... I think I think the, the, the original series is uh, a man trying to en- enact change and trying to fight back against things he really cares about and the new series is about a man at peace with the world Mm. to some degree i think yeah a wealthy man (laughs) well i mean you know just you know still cares about the same things generally but sort of has a different perspective on it i'm being kind of cynical myself saying that yeah but also i'll say this is not like a one-to-one retelling this is not a recap movie they uh yeah. So if you've seen the original series and you're like, I don't know, what do I what am I going to gain by watching a movie? The fourth one definitely the, has a lot that you will feel affected by if you've seen the original, I think. Yeah, the third and the fourth one are, uh, definitely go into sort of like uncharted territory. What did you want to talk about the last one? Oh, so I was talking about the time loop and it's uh there's like this little moment where Kararu at the end uh there's like a shot of him saying like, oh, I've seen, like, I'll meet you again, basically. Yeah. And I, there's lots of references to clones and them not aging, like including Shinji not aging. as like, right. oh, the pilots of the Avas don't age. But uh, there's a shot of like all the Kararus on the moon or whatever. Yeah. Like in, in like coffins or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and, and it kind of like references this kind of cyclical nature of life, maybe like reincarnation, but also, you know, that this has happened before or that he met. There's also like he met him in the last series so he could meet him again in a future reinterpretation yeah. of the franchise. I think there's also some meta narrative happening. Oh, with, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, just just on the on the note of the so just for a very brief recap or just like a, a dumbing down of the third one. Ha- uh, so Shinji rescues Ray from the angel 
Ava yeah. in the second one. The third one is 14 years into the future after that. Right. Everyone has aged except for the Ava pilots. Yeah, and, think, and Shinji's been in a coma. And I think that's kind of like a meta I think that's kind of a meta narrative as to like the idea of like these protagonists never changing while the world around them does in mm -hmm. real life. You know what I mean? So they're sort of like this uh uh stuck in time, like kind of stuck in amber of like just only being able to like be these characters and stuff, which I think I think is you know, like the side characters can kind of grow up and change and you know, but like the core of the series is like somewhat kind of stagnant. Not stagnant, but like static. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, unchanging. There's also reference to Asuka being a clone at at the end. Did you catch that? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I think I kind of read it as there or was like, the original Asuka, like in the original series. Yeah, I sort, <laughs> and... of, I sort of read it like that. Like it's a different, like uh, near the end, Asuka is the, there's like a there's like a straight up like anti universe, right? And so Asuka's in it, and she interacts with like but yeah. What what I figured, I read it as her interacting with the original version of her in the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but also it could it could be kind of like interpreted as she's just like she was made to pilot Ava's the same way I uh Ray was. Yeah. Uh and and they all maybe were. maybe yeah. if Ray was like a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy at this point, um Asuka maybe was more successful and not dying as much, so she was more original than Ray was. Yeah. That could also be like a little interpretation. Totally. Um, I think we'll. I, I, I imagine we're mostly going to talk about the final movie. I will. I will say that the third movie. Um, so my my major com my main complaints about the first two are that it was kind of too close to the original. Mm -hmm. They sort of did some weird things, like they kind of made it a little cliche with the characters. You're right. The third one, uh, I thought was pretty cool because it, I think it totally kind of diverts from the story with this future jump. Right. Um, you still have Kawaru and uh, Shinji's relationship being similar. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> um, but you have like this final sequence of, of them uh, teaming up in the Ava and eventually they fight Asuka. Right. Which is like a very strange. Like a lot do of the. Wait, do they fight Asuka? Yeah, they do. What are they trying to do with the, the double plug suit thing? They're trying to. I think they're trying to kill the angel. I for, the, I can't remember. It's been a it's been a minute since we've seen the third one, so I'm I'm a little fuzzy on I'm it. Look it up just to, because I don't remember him. I don't remember. I think they're still a part of Seal, or they're like kind of carrying out like the nerve stuff. Because the minute that they get in the plug suit is like that's that short that is shortly followed by. Uh, uh Kawaru's head exploding right well they're in the they're in the Ava for a bit right they they do fight they fight Asuka and they fight Mari I believe they're trying to get the the two spears yeah I, I I meant to say this a little earlier if you're looking for an explanation of like the the whole Lilith angels Adam yeah, uh, fucking look, look elsewhere you know metaverse Gendo turning Lilin nonsense couldn't couldn't do it for you if you're looking for anything informational or encyclopedic I feel like our show has always been place. 
Oh, Evangelion 3, you cannot redo. Oh, you cannot redo. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I knew, yeah, I had a feeling it wasn't Advance. One of them Advance is was the sec- Advance. Advance is the second one. But yeah, I would say it's one of, <laughs> you know when they tell you like, oh, if you can teach something, it proves you can, you really know it. I'm not at that point yet, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be at that point. I tried it. If you go listen back to our original episode, I was like, I was reading this thing and there was like Lilith and she was like part of like the humans and, and yeah. angels and and then we were descendants of Adam. So we were like, you know, seeds of knowledge or something. Right. And you were like, I don't, I don't even care, Julie. <laughs> you were like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> But I mean, then they kind of explain it in the movies a little bit more. They uh, just watch the movies. I think the, the if you if you're like I feel like the movies if you if you require explanations for everything I think the movies do a pretty good job of it. Mm. Um, especially the fourth one sort of gets into kind of end of even galleon like weirdness, but everything is kind of straightforward for the most part. Um, I think, and it's it's interesting because like I think that kind of annoyed me in the first two, or like. The characters are sort of explaining everything, especially as it pertains to what characters were doing or like how characters were feeling. But right. I think in like the fourth one, it's it's useful as a way to kind of guide you through the the narrative. Right. What so does I, Wikipedia say? So so it's they Shinji and Kawaru pilot Unit Thirteen to use the spears of Cassius and Longinus uh, to undo the third impact. Okay. So they're like going in to grab the two spears, and then, yeah. then Kawar was like, "These aren't the right spears." Right. And then Shinji's like, "I'm pulling them out anyways," and and Asuka's there trying to stop him. And Shinji was like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm gonna pull them out." Yeah, and he starts the whole thing. Yeah. Again, so there's all these like uh, meanings to each impact, and and the, I think the human instrumentality project's explained a little bit more. Oh yeah. Can we talk about? I don't even know who I want to talk about first, but I was going to say, can we talk about Gendo? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about, I think Gendo, uh, the, <laughs> I was, so many characters got a nice kind of like, not even redemption, but like, uh, they all got some more sympathy points. Maybe. I think I, I, I guess I would say Gendo's probably got a bigger redemption than any other character in the, in the films. Oh yeah. Um, I would say Asuka also got an, a very much nicer story arc. A lot less traumatic than the original. Yeah, like, for sure. Like I was, like, there there are a couple parts where I was like, oh, All the is, characters. Is, is this where they're going to sort of bring up like the uh, abuse aspects of Asuka's character, but it never happens. No. And Ray, Ray has a very, I think a, a very nice every character gets a very good send off in, yeah. in the in the movie. And thank God. I yeah. think when we, were, when we were watching it, you were like, man, this is like going to have a good ending. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, everyone's going to die. Just just like in End of Eva. I mean, it's like, if you're going to retell the story, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just, it, it doesn't make sense that, or it wouldn't make sense that he would want to return to the, this story and like, fuck them up even more <laughs> yeah because like he's he's kind of given his like fuck you to everyone of like the first two yeah yeah and like he could have just walked away and like b- been done with it and i don't I think, think he re- i think he realized he was wrong to do that too because like 
Yeah. It, it's like, no, we didn't want like uh, this. We didn't want this ending. We wanted, you know, we wanted to know why people were doing the things they were doing and like why, like what happens to these characters. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I sort of seemed like he, I really do think like he kind of, he probably like grew up a bit and he, yeah. I don't know if he has like kids or anything, but like mm. it also felt like it was kind of from the perspective of like being a dad in some mm. ways, especially like I think the idea of Gendo was a lot more fleshed out perhaps from that perspective of like God. the the fear of, of having a kid. I, th- I think that was... Uh, all I, cr- the, I cried. Yeah. All the, <laughs> all the stuff with Gendo was really great because you sort of, you never, I think in like the show you really don't see... You only see his actions through Shinji's perspective. Right. Whereas this time you actually like kind of see like what Gendo's doing through his own perspective. And like right. there's like a really a pretty long scene of just him kind of retel- recounting his life and everything. Yeah. I mean, the original you have like that one episode where it's um it's his it's like his like college years with his wife early on and sort of like the research they were doing. But it's all very kind of like plot based, whereas this is like all kind of like emotion based and like uh gendo kind of straight up says like uh i mean he kind of wonders if shinji was afraid of him or if he was afraid of shinji and and Mm. being a father and you know decided to that he would having a kid was some kind of punishment and he would have to i don't know pay penance by not having any kind of yeah exactly having any kind of relationship with shinji because his, his wife died and everything right yeah, um, he was punishing himself by distancing himself from his son. Yeah. But he was also like, was I just afraid of him uh, now that Yui was gone? And I think he also, like, recognizes how similar he was as a kid to oh, Shinji. Yeah. Like, there's all these, like, moments of him, like, isolating himself. And it's like, oh, of course Shinji's like this if, if Gendo was like this as a as a child. And it's very sweet. Yeah. It's very sad and, and sweet. Yeah. It it really turned Gendo into this kind of like tragic hero character instead of just like this like villainous dad, like anime's worst dad. I mean, I think. You know what it made me think of is, you know how your parents like, what, did, did you have a moment like growing up when you were like, huh, my parents are people. My parents are people with pasts and, and backstory and... They're more. They're more than just my mom or dad. Yeah, it made me think of like this moment of like Shinji realizing that his dad was like why his dad did the things he did, and kind of leveling with him on the fact that he fucked up. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess throughout the show, you know that he's kind of doing all of this to be reunited with his wife, mm. but it really kind of gives. I think like a deeper sort of meaning or impact of all of that, especially like when you real like when you sort of see like what Yui meant to him and and how how for- crushed he was by her death. Yeah, so wouldn't you go to the ends of the earth to bring back uh, the person you love? Yeah, no, I I would say every what- character in this is either uh, driven by grief or love. Yeah, or both. Or both. So yeah, that's like, like Gendo is, is loves Yui so much and is grieving her death so much that he he's willing to to kill everyone basically. Yeah. In this 
he he is doing the human instrumentality project for purely sh- selfish reasons. It's like the human instrumentality project is, I guess, a good thing with the worst possible consequences mm-hmm. and uh, reality. Yeah. It's like uniting like the living and the dead, but also that means like basically like everyone dies everyone on earth yeah Yeah. but yeah he so like there's this huge kind of backstory with gendo and then he finally like hugs kid shinji you know what i mean we keep we keep talking about the twin peaks comparisons i'm gonna do it again here (laughs) because it reminded me a lot of 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 twin peaks the finale where cooper goes back in time and like almost kind of writes the things with laura palmer yeah um and and sort of inadvert like preventing her death and he goes and he goes he goes oh yui was in you this whole time yeah because if you think about it like yeah isn't your kid just like 50 percent of your like lost spouse yeah and then he gets off the train like all harry potter dumbledore style and and disappears into the mist that yeah it was it was uh such a beautiful shot of just him getting off the train into like nothingness. Yeah, him I think it was just him realizing that he failed, basically. Yeah. He failed in life and he's He's making in death. a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's um It makes you feel bad for him. Yeah. And leading up to that, like Shinji actually like fights him. Yeah. In the Ava. Like it's uh you know <laughs> people online call like Shinji a bitch and say he's like a big whiner or whatever, <laughs> but like I think I think this this movie is like him truly kind of becoming an adult redemption arc. It is kind of a redemption <laughs> arc in, in him kind of growing up and and standing up for himself. And it's it's very like the fight with Gendo is kind of beautiful in that way in which he's like he literally gets to the acceptance part of grief. Yeah. He literally is like I've seen so many I've lost so many people at this point like this is just a part of life, you know? Yeah. He literally gets to acceptance. <laughs> right. Yeah. The f- uh... It's, you know how in the original series, they're all like drilling uh, questions into Shinji, uh, like about like who he is and what is yeah. his relationship. I feel like Shinji in this one, he was like uh, shepherding all the other people through like to their sort of uh, simple life or death, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> well, the, the fourth movie starts with, uh, they're on like a, like a commune kind of farm thing with like survivors right. of the third impact. And I like the whole purpose of that is really just like, it just felt like a, a, a metaphor or, you know, whatever of, even though there's horrible things happening, or horrible things will happen. Humans have the capacity to join together and create beautiful things from it or right. join together. As evidenced by uh, Shinji's former classmate marrying uh, uh, the, cl- the student representative in their class. Yep. And them having a kid. Yep. Very, very, very brief but uh, beautiful moment in the explanation of that. Yeah. Because it's like, it, I think there was a lot of um, this movie kind of mirroring sort of like the crash in Japan and uh, in the 80s, like the like the economic crash and, you know, huh. following out like sort of 
like a traumatic experience in Japan, blah, 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 blah. And sort of Ano seeing it in a way that was like, well, people will still work and people will still f- try, even if things feel really bleak. Yeah. And people will still have kids and people will still fall in love. And it's like this moment of like, easiness in this world of pain and chaos <laughs> on, yeah, on totally. the brink of apocalypse <laughs> yeah. and people are just planting rice and like trying to to monitor their their small environment <laughs> reading a book about a porcupine and a little kid yeah it's like you still have to do those things you can't yeah. just live in fear and and pain constantly it's also it's also where ray kind of uh starts like kind of discovering her own humanity yeah oh in a, so in a really uh she becomes like a farmer so good it's it's awesome she doesn't know how to not take off her her, her suit, plug suit. And <laughs> she, then, yeah and she doesn't she doesn't even know her own name well yeah it's 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 strange it's like she knows that she's uh a clone yeah. i guess or she knows that she's another ray or that there was a different ray that was there before and there's some kind of like disconnect between those two ideas. She would always head. she would always be like, "Oh, what would a, what would Ayanami do?" And I think she's just so disconnected from the original yeah. clone of herself or whatever that uh she doesn't even it's kind of like she's missing all of the the why. And so she's doing this like fish out of water thing asking the people they're staying with and people in the field. What's a cat? That's like, not a dog. What is ca- what is cat? <laughs> why why hold hand? Why <laughs> you know? Yeah. Why do you say goodbye? <laughs> yeah. And there's all these like beautiful eloquent responses from the people around her about she, hope and love and <laughs> She realized that she uh likes Shinji. Ugh. And then she turns into orange goo. Did you did you hear did you catch the moment with Asuka where she was like, you know you were programmed to like Shinji? Yeah. And she's like, I know, but it's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's content with it. Yeah. It's great. But then she realizes she can't live outside of the nerve facility. Yeah. And explodes. <laughs> it's very sad. Yeah. And that's kind of the last straw for Shinji. Yeah. Cuz it's like after seeing Kawaru and, you know, losing his mom, losing Kawaru, losing all these people around him, constantly seeing people he's close to die. Um, it's time to stand up for yourself, Shinji. It's time to stand up for the world. Yeah. He doesn't go into this, like, horrible grief after Ray dies. Yeah. There's also a splinter group called... Will. Called Will. Or Willie. Willie. Not sure. While. W-I-L-L-E. Huile. Uh Led by Masato. The fu- like the 14 years in the future Masato. Yeah. Who kind of looks like Gendo now. Right. Was like a commander type. And uh, yeah, she uh, she has a kid. Yeah, so it's, it's told, not shown, that her and Kaji... Uh, split like stole this ship from nerve and kind of split off into their own sanctioned group to fight nerve because they realized what was happening um which is kind of talked about in end of eva but they are unsuccessful yeah i I guess yeah and kaji and that and her have a kid but kaji 
sacrifices himself to stop one of the impacts from happening. Yeah. It's kind of not explained what that means, but he's mysteriously dead. And Masato is like estranged from her child because she doesn't want to. She doesn't think that she can be a, a mother. Right. Or the only way that she can be a mother is by being the commander of the ship. Or is it like that she doesn't want Kaji's death to be in vain, so she's the only one that can see out this vision of defeating the nerve organization and following through on yeah, that? Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good read of it. It's definitely... It seems like kind of like an obvious uh, mirror to everything happening with Gendo. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Like, partner dies abandons child right you know and then and then at the end she makes the ultimate sacrifice yeah she does and it's very touching she goes out in a blaze yeah better than uh making out with shinji before uh right before, before also dying into a pile of goo yeah um i'm glad the goo made a return in this one yeah did you notice um i forget his name but gendo's like counterpart who's also like Yui's professor and yeah like loves her secretly yeah he also turns into a pile of goo yeah <laughs> what he, is he kind of has a tragic end you know yeah he's like I, I feel like if I were to rewatch the show and the series I, I would probably hone in on that character because he's sort of Kind of in the background, but I, I feel like kind of moves the plot in a lot of major ways. Yeah, he's he's enabling though, you know, like. Uh, I mean, he's not he's not like a good guy. Uh, Kozu Kozu, Kozu. I forget. I don't know how to say his name. One day when we get really popular, someone's going to make a supercut of all your <laughs> pronunciations. Kozu Murakami Murakami Murakami. God. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the other character I obviously want to talk about is Kawaru. Yeah. I know we already talked about him a little bit, but his relationship with Shinji really touched me in this one. Whereas I think he was sort of a throwaway character in the the original. He like showed up for like one whole episode and then yeah. was kind of this like mysterious angel kind of uh, sinister vibes. Yeah, he was, uh, Kawara was definitely a lot more, uh, malevolent in the show versus there's here. Some, yeah, there's something, like, kind of like, uh, it's like the the evil smile. It's kind of the star of the third episode in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, but I loved him in this. Is he a ghost? Is he a ghost? No. Do other people see him? I think of him more as an alien. He's not human. He's an angel. Yeah. But his relationship but with real? Shinji... Yeah, no, no. He's real. They see him, how, right? How real is he? He's real, right? He's real, but how okay. real is he? I don't. I can't say. You're really tripping me out, though. I'm like, is did, the, did other people interact with him? <laughs> I kind of don't remember. But they have this, like, piano moment because they're, like, going to pl- pl- do the plug suit together, right? Yeah. So it's like they've got to, like, get synced up and, and friend up a little bit. And Kawaru genuinely loves Shinji, <laughs> cares about Shinji, and ooh, Shinji loves him back like a hundred percent. 
The and it, it's just kind of like hilarious, not hilarious, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's like, of course, out of all of these characters that Shinji is supposed to get close to, he has the best and closest relationship to uh, this kind of like male figure because like everybody else is, is like, you know, Ray's a girl, Asuka's a girl. Like, he's supposed to team up with these people at different points in the show, right? There aren't a lot of, like, men in his uh, purview. Yeah. But also, like, a sensitive man that will, like, you know, yeah. talk to him and, and want to have fun with him and do what he wants to do. Yeah, all the and other... encourage him to sort of, like, be himself. I think Kawar is the only one who isn't, like, emotionally closed off to him. Yeah. I think I think all the other characters, male and female, kind of put walls up between them. And they don't really let Shinji in emotionally. Right. Like there's some glimmers and I think that's kind of why he connects to like, you know, Masato and Rey and Asuka. Um But yeah, I mean it's like uh it's like he's this this alien who see is like the only person who can or the only being that can see Shinji. Right. To any degree. But it's also re- kind of revealed in that that ending goodbye to all the characters moment that Shinji wants Kawaru to to do things other than care for Shinji, basically. Yeah. Uh, that Kawaru can do other things that Kawaru wants to do. Right. And it's like, yes, there's like kind of like flirtatious romantic moments, but I sort of saw it more like. Shinji Shinji had never really experienced love so his perception of these things were inherently like confusing. Yeah, I think that's Not even a... not even confusing but like he wouldn't recognize it as flirting. Right. He would just recognize it as attention. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely it's it's like played in the same way or it's it's uh interpreted in the same way as like Asuka sleeping in the same bed as him or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the small moments of affection that he gets elsewhere, it's like the same. He can't, I don't think he really recognizes those things as affection, you know? Right. Or flirtation or whatever you want to call it. I really liked when, uh, uh, I, I guess after Mari and uh, Asuka are about to like go on this final mission, Mari's like, he's kind of cute. How come you never went for him? And she's like, that boy needs a mother, not a lover. <laughs> Ooh. And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was a good, it was like a good line. We were like, yes, he does. <laughs> I like, I like, uh, I don't think, I think it's bad when it gets overused, but like when, uh, when a character makes a comment about another character that speaks exactly to like the point and the flaws of said character and sort of tells you exactly like what what kind of the point is in, in like kind of like a cheeky meta way. Right. It's like, it's like, I'm, I'm glad that was kind of like the only, only time that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I don't know if we said this on our last episode talking about the first and second movie, but the, there is sort of like a boiled down nature to these movies. Yeah. They sort of like, here's the spark notes of what's happening. They got to tell you a lot about these characters very quickly. Yeah. So little things that might have been harder to understand in the original series, but you had more time to sort of figure them out. 
it's laid out for you here. Yeah. And and more, you know, <laughs> like details about the world and little, you know, explanations for what things are in the what world. What is the third impact? Yeah, like what, what are all these impacts? What happened? And Gendo sort of like explaining his backstory to you and <laughs> the second impact destroyed the water. Yeah. The third one destroyed the earth. The fourth will destroy your souls. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. Got it. <laughs> Perfect. Got it. But I, I would say it's like, it was still kind of confusing. I, w I wouldn't say like it wasn't cut and dry. He, he still gets heady. Yeah, he's still heady, but not in a frustrating way, I would say. This yeah, movie was too long. This, The fourth one? Yes. Uh, I, I guess so. I mean, I felt like, I mean, I guess it is called 3.0 plus 1.0 mm. in the sense it's like, it's kind of like two movies. Yeah, it was very much like like first half, second half. There's like the there's like the farm movie and then there's the Evangelion epilogue movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I just felt like this, this movie should come with a seizure warning and it should come with like a... I mean, it, I think I turned to you at one point and I was like, this is kind of hard to watch. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a fight with Mari and Oscar versus uh, the nerve forces, and it's very trippy. Yeah, there's a lot of moments where like gravity is like non-existent, and you know they they were like, we're gonna put as much detail as possible into this kind of structure or monster or yeah whatever it is. Whereas like to the point where I don't know what I'm looking at sometimes. Yeah. Like, if we're going to, like, really gas this movie up, I think we need to address the fact that, like, it was cool, but was it good? <laughs> I, I, thought mean, it, I thought it was really good. It was good. I thought it, I mean, it seems like you don't, though. I'm just saying that there was a lot of good stuff in, in the movie, but there was a lot of fights, and the fights were really hard to understand at certain points. Hi. Uh, I'm just. I'm just got. I got to complain about something, and that's my complaint. Okay. And it was like there were certain little points where it was like Anna was was cranking up the the CGI on his computer and in turning these like shots that didn't need to be as complicated as they were into these like crazy sort of uh, fully coolie don't like craziness. The uh, the the Gendo versus Shinji fight at the end was giving me weird of uh, FLCL yeah. vibes. I, you know, I was actually okay with that fight because it was supposed. Oh, to I be thought it was. I thought it was great. It was supposed to be trippy. But I, I'm assuming you mean like the the engagement between. I'm talking the space Asuka battles. and Mari and all the ship stuff. You know what? The whole sequence in Paris, where Mari yeah. is fighting. I don't even know what. Angel. Angels or something. Nerve. Evil. That sequence was like kind of hard to watch for me. Huh. Like visually or like you, you, you couldn't understand what was happening? I don't know if I just have like, uh, like I can't focus or something. Huh. But if there's too much detail, uh, I have a hard time knowing what I'm supposed to look at. Especially if it's something that I have no like point of reference for. Interesting. So like the big ship or right. the sort of like, like, l you know, little things. It was like texture was cranked way up on everything. 
I can see that. Um, it's a mild complaint, but it is worth noting. I can't be the only one that felt this way. I'm, sh I'm, I'm sure that other people feel similarly. I am not one of those people. <laughs> you thought it was I perfect? I thought it was... Uh, you thought it was a perfect film? I, don't I mean, what is, what is a perfect film? From A to Z. I also thought Shin Godzilla was too long. <sighs> Man. I know that's the point of it. You're breaking my heart. But, like, I I fell asleep, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> but that's like that's like not a metric for how good a movie is because you 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 fall asleep. You fall asleep through some, some masterpieces. Some good goods. It's true. No country for old men. Uh, <laughs> I won't I won't list them all here. Don't shame me. I will think I will think later though. I get sleepy. Yeah, I know. There were some some substances involved. <laughs> um, Shin Godzilla was great. It was great. It was like a it was like a strange companion piece to Even Galleon. The yeah. Evangelion battle theme also appears in yeah. <laughs> Shin Godzilla, which is really good. Really cute. Um, yeah. Shin Godzilla, if you haven't heard of it or watched it, is a live action Godzilla movie that focuses more on sort of the uh, the government processing of a Godzilla attack. The hell of bureaucracy. Exactly. But it's so funny. Yeah, it's... it's uh, it <laughs> It's, it's like it's like this. Godzilla has come on land. 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 Prime Minister, Godzilla has come on land. Hmm. We should attack. We should attack. We should attack. We should attack. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> it's ch like, the chain of command is is so. I laughed. I laughed. It's like so like nauseatingly like complex like long and overdrawn. I love it. There's also and like there there are all these like kind of like smaller moments where it would just be like. Some fucking guy still has to work his job at the TV store <laughs> while Godzilla is like raging around. Right. Like, no, like Godzilla hits land and and then leaves, and then people go to work the next day. They're like, hmm, okay. And people work from <laughs> home. It's it's pretty, it's pretty brutal. Yeah. But uh, just a little shout out. A little shout out. While I'm complaining about kind of kind of minute details, but. If I had to complain about anything, this would be it. I feel like if you're if you're this deep into the Avengallion, uh, I don't know, yeah. mire, uh, game. If you're if you're this far into the Avengallion media franchise, I think uh, I think the length is is uh, worth it. Right. Listen, all, all I'm saying is if you're going back to revisit the Harry Potter series, you're going back to revisit one, two, three, maybe four. You're not ever rewatching seven, part one and two, you know? <laughs> Man. That's just, uh, that's yeah, just but, what I'm saying. Even I mean, though that's the epic conclusion, you know? Yeah, but then like the... Uh, you, you either skip right to part two or you don't even bother. But then the sequel to Harry Potter... You get to Order of the Phoenix and you're like, bah. The uh, the play is like eight hours in two parts. Yeah, that's so people the... people want people want that expanded. Uh, I guess so. Find out what happens. I know that some people some people want the short and sweet, and some people don't. Some people want the the extended cut. Thrice Upon a Time has a little bit of like a Harry Potter epilogue moment too, where truly, like. Everything like Shinji makes the world right, and he wakes up and he's at a train station, and everything's normal again. Right. 
And he's an adult. Yeah. And it's like beautiful. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's an adult. And there was a moment where... So before we talk about that, though, the he sort of like says goodbye to all these characters a little bit. Yeah. Um, that were sort of intrinsic to the series. And then he's just like sitting on the beach. And Anno pulls this like... The animation just slowly like decreases in quality to the point where it's just like a storyboard sketch or whatever, Uh, which kind of harkens back to the original series. Yeah, to the original finale. Yeah. It was beautiful. And then Mari just like comes out of nowhere and is like, I'm still alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm still here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I love as like her inclusion and, and her her sort of like purpose in the story. I feel like I feel like Mari really uh came into her own in, in three and four. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think she sort of represented the potential future of the A new franchise, you know? Yeah. That like, you know, maybe next time there's like another Ava pilot. Yeah. Maybe next time Shinji's not even there. She's like know? the future. Yeah. But she also like pulls him back into reality or you know whatever reality is and (laughs) yeah who knows maybe they are all dead well it's i i sort of read it as like shinji can either like well that's the end and fade and it's just like fade away or you can imagine shinji grown up and and it's like yeah there's sort of this like bleak end to shinji's life where it's like what happens to him you know where this like the animation fades out it's like what what does happen that scene that scene made me tear up because it's a very beautiful yeah Uh, i mean very beautiful callback you you did sort of touch on it at the beginning of the episode like Shinji, Shinji saying goodbye to all these characters is also like us saying goodbye to all these characters. Oh, abs- yeah. Because like, who knows if or when he's gonna make more yeah, Ava I, movies? I think I think this is the end of Evangelion. <laughs> For real. I mean, you never know, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I really, I, I truly do not know what the hell you can do further with the core characters i mean like even with end of even galleon like in the back of your head you're like well it's kind of a fucked up ending yeah i'm sure you could you know you could still do another one or something yeah whereas this one it's like you know yeah it's like it's very it is so it is so wild that this this like exists yeah you know i i have like this strange memory of like uh um, witnessing people complaining about Evangelion like not having an en- like a like a good ending. Yeah. At a uh, at a record store, <laughs> they're looking through DVDs. They're like, yeah. This, this. He's like, oh, I've only seen the show. Like, the, his friend was like, well, don't fucking see this movie because it's it's just worse. He's yeah. like, I think I'll still get it. He's like, I can't believe we're never going to get like a good ending to Evangelion. Yeah. This is like two thousand four or five. Damn. Yeah, this is literally the ending that people wanted. Yeah, and it didn't feel like it was uh, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I mean, it was a there. I mean, we cried. It was very anime. It was very. This this felt yeah. It's like it's like Ano almost being like, well, I mean, fuck it. Maybe people just like maybe anime is just something people like. Yeah. And it's okay to have a very anime ending. Yeah. Because the ending is very like your name. Oh, totally. Fruits basket. You know, we're going to say everything we wanted to say to each other. You know, you find out that 
that Asuka did like Shinji and Shinji yeah. did like Asuka, but they were too, you know, teeny, teenagery to <laughs> too small. Yeah, te- teeny beanie. <laughs> Shinji and you find out that Ray likes Shinji, and you find out that Gendo made makes his peace, and it's just like you know every character has a proper send off. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. You see all the characters across the subway platform, but you don't you don't get like a good look at them, but you know it's them. Yeah, and there's no question about what happened to Shinji because Shinji grew up. Yeah, he's like relieved of the the curse of the 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 Eva or whatever. Now we can go. They're yeah, a, they're able to to live. He's relieved of the curse of the franchise, and he can go do his own thing. Yeah, yeah. Truly, that pan out at the very end where Shinji runs up the stairs, and then it slowly turns into a live live action city shot. It was awesome. That's like Ano's hometown. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Um, I was gonna say something. I forgot what it was. Huh. Something about oh, there are all these like like kind of like on the meta commentary, like there are all these like uh these little moments sort of referencing like the show <laughs> where where Shinji and and Ray are, are are like yeah we need to create a new world like a retelling of everything that happened mm. a neon genesis yeah. so to say <laughs> and then like the original slow clap the original like uh show plays behind them like yeah. sped up and then it it ends on like a on like a group shot of everyone celebrating yeah yeah and it's like <laughs> i don't know it's just like all these like very sweet moments that that kind of happen throughout it i loved it i i can't believe how good this was I mean, truly, the ending made it great. I think I said that in the last episode. I was like, however they decide to end this will flavor the entire perception of the series. Yeah. And thank God it it ended the way it did because I feel so much better about the rest of the movies, you know? Totally. In the rebuilt series. Yeah, I I would... uh... If it was like a direct one-to-one of the original, it would have sucked, I think, but... No, it totally it totally goes its own way with the third and fourth one. Yeah, I would watch these again. I would too, and I would watch I would watch the show again. Yeah, and I'm sure I will when the ultimate Blu-ray set comes in <laughs> that I paid two hundred fifty dollars for. Okay, a, a modest flex. A sometimes. modest a modest flex for the fans. Whereas I don't really feel like I would revisit End of Eva. Really? Not yeah. It really left me sort of like sad and angry <laughs> I, I think i would watch it again in context of everything that happens maybe i, I mean it's also kind of like something I, i've thought about for like a long time is like you know does canon matter uh i mean if 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 ano had any opinion on that he would probably say absolutely not <laughs> yeah he was like i just retold the same story 22 different times in 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 completely different ways in in completely different ways yeah like there is no one way of imagining this story yeah i'm sure that you like i I don't know i'd be curious to watch the original again just because uh, i think it will be as kind of uh also engrossing emotionally yeah also can i just say like how fucking ballsy to take your your like the greatest anime ever to some people right like up it's up there it's up there and it's your magnum opus right it's kind of your life's work and you just 
you're just gonna redo it. <laughs> yeah, you just do it again. <laughs> you're like, you're like, like you're like, hey, I got money now. I'm gonna open my own studio and we're gonna redo this movie and it's probably gonna. And we're gonna make more money. <laughs> we're gonna make more money, but it's okay because we're gonna use it to make more anime. I think you can only do that in anime. Maybe film. I guess you can do it in film, but like, yeah. like J.K. Rowling can't be like, I'm doing Harry Potter again. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, people would be like, what? <laughs> yeah. God. Can you imagine? She was like, I've reworked it in my head. We're going to take some of the bits from the original series. I've mushed it into four movies. Hermione <laughs> is a turf now. Yeah, yeah. But maybe you get the sort of like little spicy extra stuff. Like you get to see Hermione with the, you know, do her elves stuff for, you know. Yeah. Save the elves. Or save the, yeah, it's the elves. Yeah, right? save the elves. When you think elf, do you think Dobby or Legolas? <laughs> uh probably legolas yeah because they're really house elves right sometimes i've called you an elf and i'm worried you think i'm like calling you like like some ugly like tiny the keebler elf or something oh no oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that's all i'm gonna think of no don't the keebler elf uh anyway john I feel very like we've come really full circle here, you know, like yeah, like this was one of the early series early that we watched and here we talked are. about. Yeah, and I feel like can you imagine waiting like twenty years for? <laughs> I feel I feel for, very uh, like a satisfying ending. <laughs> yeah, I feel very spoiled in that way that we uh, we were able to watch the second take on it very soon after. Yeah. So why do you think people liked Neon Genesis Evangelion uh, Rebuild? Actually, three point three 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 point zero plus one point zero. Um, uh, just a, a really good. It's a really good story, you know. I think it's a really. Uh, I think it's as deep as you want it to get. You can just have like cool. I mean, I, I think it's probably going to be the same as whatever the hell I said for Neon Genesis. I mean, it's, it's like a, it's like these very human emotions told in in a very complex plot, mm. right? Like, you know, de- it's it's like depression taking the form of robot battles, yeah, or or like fear of. I don't know the future or like fear of not being able to live up to your own expectations or other people's expectations mm-hmm. played out in these interpersonal dramas and stuff. Like it's, it's all these like very innate human emotions just play like, and then just done in like these giant metaphors of robots and alternate realities and, you know, orange goo Mm. it's a it's it's like i don't know like i don't think there will ever be another Evangelion. you know i don't i mean there'll be something else there will be something else you know but like i think it's gonna be a you know it'll be like gundam well i don't know if i don't know if you can do like gundam like because like gundam it's like there's so many gundams right yeah because you can, because like I don't think the, I don't think like the core conflict in Gundam is so, you know. I'm sure you could you could switch out the pilot, 
and do a million different Gundams with a million different pilots. I feel like <laughs> okay. I feel like Avon Galleon is Shinji Ray. Yeah, it's Asuka. really it's really a story about family. <sighs> Good night. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's really uh, a story about family. It's 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 great. It's it's like uh I don't know. It's did, the did apex this, of What? Does this mark higher on your rank than the original series? No. Okay. That's all we really want to know. <laughs> Why do you think people like Evangelion Rebuild series? I think they took an an old ass franchise at this point and they brought it into the modern day, you know? <laughs> we, need, we, we need we need Gen Z to relate to these old ass robots. I think it, I think I, I touched on it, but it's like you can totally just watch these. Yeah, I uh, I think there there are certain people in my life I would recommend the show to, and there are certain people I'd recommend the rebuild series to. Yeah, and there's certain people that will probably want to watch both. Well, that I would recommend they watch. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> Transformers the the, the trilogy. <laughs> oh my god! But no, in all seriousness, the the story the story gets flushed out the story gets a, a real ending maybe you didn't want that but i did and i kind of feel like i would rank these you know i'm not even not even going to say you're giving a lot of mixed uh mixed signals about this there, there's certain things that I really loved about the original series, and then there's certain things about this that I did really love. Yeah. And I did cry, so it, it had an effect on me. <laughs> I, don't re- I don't remember if I cried during Evangelion. Oh, no. The, for, I the don't show. think so. I really don't think so. Yeah. I was more just confused. Like, I was really trying to follow. I was in, I was in awe of everything happening. But I felt like, on, as a, at an artistic standpoint, that the original series is still better yeah i feel like the cgi in this really kind of was off-putting at certain points for me and sometimes simple is better you know i kept thinking of like the the weird cgi in in twin peaks the return exactly we're like david lynch is like whoa whoa i can put like mist in her head <laughs> you're telling me i can make her mouth open really wide it's like why beautiful you don't need it great job there it's like you already have the chops to do it right yeah i don't know i'm not saying like there were there were definitely points where the cgi was cool and good but why do people like shin godzilla <laughs> i don't know why do you think because uh, who doesn't love I the it big was guy? funny it was it was pretty funny. I laughed. I laughed a few times as well, and then I cried. I didn't cry. It was campy. It was campy. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know about that. Hmm. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, asleep, please consider so. going to the iTunes uh, <laughs> podcast store <laughs> and and and, and buy putting us, your credit card information. In. Give us a five star review. It really helps visibility of this podcast. So other people can hear it. And Give follow us, us on Instagram at why do people like anime. Send us an email to why do people like anime at gmail.com and uh, be on the lookout for some merch dropping very soon, hopefully. Jesus, I hope it drops soon. I hope it drops soon. I hope, hope I feel the, like it's been like a constant like a joke I almost hope the fucking at this point. Screen printer gets back to me tomorrow. Yeah. 
No, it's a good, it's a good design. I'm stoked about it. And yeah, it look cool. I hope you are also stoked about it. Hope you like uh, jam bands. <laughs> All right. All right. Neon Genesis. Good night.